sometimes I, I get a little weary You're listening to the Egypt Pentecostal Broadcast. We pray that something is said in song or message uh, that is a blessing to you. Our church times are 6 o'clock Sunday evening and 7 o'clock Wednesday night. Our motto is, if you're looking for a church, we're looking for you. May God bless you. He lifts my load and he makes it all so light. I took off the weight and I laid down the sin. I made up my mind that I'm going to win. The shackles have fallen, the chains now are gone. I'm running with Jesus, I'm running on. Is high. 
Genesis chapter 27. Genesis 27. Uh, if you want to say it or stand where you're going to do I'm going to read some of this, see which way the Lord will let me do this. I want to talk about a bad way to get a good thing. A bad way to get a good thing. And I was looking at this story, and it's about Isaac and Rebecca and Esau and Jacob, and, and we, you've probably heard about it, and I've probably preached about it. I don't know if I have much, a whole lot, but I have some. Uh, but a lot of it is not getting our way. Amen. We, we struggle with that, and, why, and, we, and I wonder, and you see all this stuff, that why, just we can't, why can't we just wait on the Lord? Because the Lord's always on time. Amen. Uh, and, and I look at this, and I'm just going to—I'm going to skip down through a lot of it. There's a lot of it here that needs to be read, and some of it needs to be said. But I've seen this story, uh, and and a lot of times we want to hurry up God, or we want uh, to. What happened here in this story is they, they manipulated, it and there was deception, and all this stuff that was going on. The Bible says that Isaac was old, and his eyes grew dim. So Isaac—that uh, was the dad—and and said, "Behold," he said, "I," he said, "This is verse two. I'm just going to skip down through this. Is not." Not a day of my death, and says the, the quiver of the bow, and, and right on the venison. And Rebekah heard what Isaac was spake unto Esau, his son. And Esau had sent to the field to hunt for venison and to bring it back. And Rebekah spake again to Jacob, says, Bless thee before the Lord before thy death. Now therefore, my son, obey my voice according to that which I have commanded thee, to go to the flock and fetch me one of those two kids of the goats, and I'll make, my, I'll, and I'll make them a savory meat for my father such that he loves, and, and thou shalt bring it forth, my father, that they may eat, and that he may bless them thee before this death. And Jacob said unto Rebekah, his, his mother, Behold, Esau, my brother, is a hairy man. And, a, and I said, I'm a smooth man. And the Bible and the, and the father, peradventure, peradventure will, will, will feel me, and I will see him, uh, and, and I shall see to him as a deceiver. And I shall bring a curse upon me, and... and not a blessing. And his mother said unto him, Upon me be thy curse, and thy son only. Obey my voice, and go fetch me them. And he went and he fetched, he brought, forth, brought them back to his mother. And his mother made a savory meat, such as his father loved. And Rebekah took and goodly raiment, and, and, her, and her eldest son Esau, which were, which were with her in the house, and put them upon Jacob for her younger son, and, he, and, he, and she put forth the skins of the, of the kids of the goats upon his hands and upon the smooth of his neck. You may be seated. I was looking at this story, and there, there's, like I said, there's a lot of deception, and there's a lot of lying and deceiving and makeup, and there's a lot of, a lot of wrong going on here. Uh, and, and I looked at that, and I read through that, and we all have struggles, amen. We all have things that we battle with and do things. Uh, but how many's ever tried to do something bad to make something something good come out for yourself? Probably every one of us in, in some part of our life, amen? So basically that's what was going on here, that Esau was the oldest and he was basically going to get the blessing, amen? He was going to get it, but I guess Jacob was a mommy's boy. Can I go ahead and call him that tonight? He was a mommy's boy and mommy wanted to see Jacob get blessed instead of Esau, uh, so I pondered on that for just a few minutes and seen what was going on. Esau was more, he might have been the old Jackson County boy, Clay County boy, said he was an outdoorsman. I think they called him a hurry man or anything like that. Uh, but, I, but I seen that there, but I, but I seen a mommy that, that, that wanted Jacob to have the blessing, and she was willing to do whatever it took 
uh, to trick Isaac, which was going, was basically the Bible says he was, his sight was going dim. Amen. How many knows we have an all-seeing eye God tonight? that knows everything that we do, amen, every mistake that we make, every mishap that we make, amen. Uh, but but I, I was seeing these two boys, and these boys was two, two twin boys, and and Esau was, was basically about to get the blessing, amen. But, but uh, the, the, I guess Jacob and, Jacob and his mommy wanted, the, wanted things different, amen. And, and I, I was thinking about how they was doing that. He did, she done everything she could to dress Jacob up as Esau, amen. She, she made him his favorite meal. But I, I seen something that Isaac seen when he came to him, amen. He, had, he, he may have changed his outward appearance. He may have made him his best meal. He may have done all this stuff uh, to pretend that he was somebody else, amen. But I like what it said. I didn't read that part, but it's on over the next part. That Isaac knew something was wrong because it was Jacob's voice, amen. It was Jacob's voice. He, he pretended to be Esau, amen. I'm trying, I know I'm getting running into names here, and I'm crossing everybody up maybe a little bit. But I, I was looking at that, and I went all the way to the end of this and seen that, and Isaac knew something wasn't right, amen. He knew that something wasn't exactly right, but, of course, he went ahead and blessed Jacob and done all this, and basically Esau come in and got mad and found out, and I believe they end up sending, I maybe check me on this, but I think they end up sending Jacob over to Laban or something to stay with some of the other family, unless I understood that. But I looked at that, and I went on a little bit further, and I seen that Isaac lived a lot more years after this. They thought he was dying I and mean, they thought it was it but I, but I come to the end of this and seen this uh, and seen what was going on here and I wanted to ask myself when I read this and you can read this time and time again and go through this and of the, the lies that was told and the deception and the uh, and the man manipulation and going on all the wrong just to get something good amen but I wanted to ask that and when I got down to the end of this when I was reading this story this week I wanted to if Rebecca could have been with me and she wasn't with me amen but I wanted to ask her was it worth it amen was it worth what she had to do? Was it worth uh, doing her other son wrong? Amen. This both of these was her son, so I understand that. Amen. Uh, but was it was it worth going ahead and doing all this stuff for Jacob? I would say no. Amen. Because that Jacob had to leave town. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it in my own words. Amen. Uh, I'm like it was sometime he had to leave sometime around 20 years, uh, and you can read that or read it in a commentary that, that basically Rebecca never did see Jacob again after this. So I, I look and ponder in this mother's heart. Amen. And we all have alts with their family. I mean, we've all had fallouts like they fell out, this family fell out. And I can go on about different things that was going on in the Bible, amen. But there's a lot of people that tried to do something bad to try to get something good to turn out about it, amen. There was different stories. Moses killed an Egyptian to free his people from slavery. Abraham was one that jumped out at me right off the bat, amen. And we know the story about Abraham and Sarah, that God promised Abraham a child, which was Isaac, amen. And you can read in the Bible there when he told him that basically Abraham laughed at him and said "What? you've lost your mind Sarah's too old I'm too old everything is against us amen but when God tells you something amen you might as well get ready for it because it's going to happen but a lot of times it does not happen in the time period that we want it to happen in amen and if you're like me I try to help the Lord out sometimes amen and a lot of times I make a mess of things amen I want it to hurry up and get there amen that's kind of can I talk about Abraham for just a few minutes? I think the Bible, we know the story of, of Abraham and Sarah, and I guess it was Sarah's uh, the handmaid. I guess it was Hagar. I guess it's, I know I'm running names at you, and I get confused with these names too, but I think I'm, I think I'm telling them to you, right? 
amen. Uh, it wasn't happening fast enough, amen. And I'll mention some more names here in just a minute. Uh, it wasn't happening fast enough for Abraham and Sarah. So they, uh, Sarah came up with the idea that I'll just go ahead, and I won't try to be nice by saying this, that I'll let you go in and lay with my handmaid. And her name was Hagar, amen. And of course, they was wanting this to happen, pressing this to happen. It didn't happen in the time that they wanted to happen. But they was doing a bad thing to try to get a good thing. And they was only making things worse, amen. Because all this did happen. You can read it in the Bible. And all of a sudden, there was a little baby called Ishmael that came out of this. And all of a sudden, all they had to do was wait upon the Lord, amen. But time had went by. I think I read it in one place this week. It was 13 years that after Ishmael was born, so he was 13 years old before Isaac ever came along. I think it was sometime around, it was like the 24th year after God had basically told them this, it finally happened. They thought it would never happen. Sarah was too old. He was too old. I think the Bible says in one place he was even 99. And we think upon that and we, and we see the songs and the teachings of Sarah and how she was 90 year old and way past giving birth of a child. Amen. But I believe today if God says it, it'll happen. Amen. And if God comes to you and tells you something that it'll happen, then we need to learn to wait upon the Lord. But a lot of times we force God's hand and press and do things that ends up bad. Amen. And all we got to do is sit back and wait upon the Lord. Amen. Sit back and see what happens. But a lot of times I don't like that. You don't like that. Nobody likes sitting back and waiting, especially for this time, this point, this time period of time that was going on here in different ways. But I look at this and a lot of times we in ourselves, we can't wait on God. Amen. We want to hurry things up. And if we ain't careful, we'll end up in the same place that Abraham and Sarah did, the same place that Esau and Jacob did because the mommy wanted to give the blessing to Jacob instead of letting have Esau have it. He went ahead and forced it and she lost everything that she had because she was trying to press in and try to trick Isaac which was going blind and going dim and all she had to do was just follow the will of God. But a lot of times we get in a mess, amen, because God's already got a plan for all of our lives today, amen. But a lot of times we, come on now, a lot of times we want things to happen for Brian. Can I go ahead and say it that way? I want it to happen the way Brian wants it to happen. And if it don't happen my way, then I'm going to do everything I can to change it. How many of you ever been there? We all have, Amen. I want the best for my kids. You want the best for your kids. Amen. We will we'll basically do everything that we can. Can I get an amen? To bless them, to give them what stuff that we might not have had. Amen. We'll go out of our way. I don't want to say that we will steal. Amen. But I know there's people out there that would break the law. Amen. That would do things just to bless their kids or help their kids or give them something that they haven't had. But I wonder today if they could come today and you could talk to people that have tried to rush the timing of God, amen, that have tried to go ahead and do it when it wasn't the time. There's a time for everything. The Bible talks about there's a season. There's a time for everything. And we've got to learn to trust God and wait on God even though it's not happening. we got to have faith that it can happen and will happen because if we believe it and he told us that in our heart, amen, we've got to cling to that and hold on to that in our heart and in God's time, amen, he's on time God. How many believes that tonight? It may not come when you want him, but he'll be there always on time. Amen. But a lot of times, ourselves, can I get an amen? We get dislike Jacob and his mommy. 
Sarah and Hagar forced in the hand of God when it wasn't that time. What'd they get into? They got in a mess, amen. They got in a mess, and I would ask myself tonight, uh, Rebecca, was it worth it? Uh, was it worth it to trick uh, your oldest son that was supposed to get the blessing? Uh, was it worth it uh, that now that Jacob's been sent off uh, to live uh, in Laban, I think's what it says, uh, uh, he's been sent off for 20 years, uh, and I, I read there in one place uh, that all that time uh, he had to flee, I think I read it in the commentary. Uh, he, he wanted yet, yeah, but, but everything, it cost him so dearly. Uh, he wanted the blessing, but it cost him so dearly. He had to flee for his wife. He had to give up his possessions. He lived many years, I think it's been 31 and 44, but he had no misfortune. He basically had a, a he had a rough time. I'll go ahead and say that. He had a rough time the rest of his life because of this mistake. How many knows you'll reap what you sow? I believe that with everything in my heart tonight. Amen. And I've learned if I want good things to come back to me, I need to sow good things. Amen. If I sow bad, then you might as well get ready. Something bad's going to happen. But a lot of times we'll catch ourselves trying to deceive and trick. Some of us has probably done that in a trade somewhere or another. I might as well say amen. I hope we're not doing it now as much as we used to. Amen. Amen. But we've manipulated We've tricked, we've lied, we've not told the truth somewhere about something exactly right and we knew that car had something wrong with it but we didn't exactly tell the person we was selling it to but we tried to cover it up. We tried to pretend that Jacob was Esau. We tried to put a Band-Aid over it if you want to go ahead and say that. I mean, oh, the Band-Aid only lasts for a little while, amen. And the real scar will show up if it's not took care of, amen. But a lot of times in our life today, we're the same way. We try to deceive people. We try to manipulate people. I hope I'm not talking to us tonight, but I know we're humans and we make mistakes, amen. We have mishaps. We do things that we're not satisfied with, but we'll do something that's really bad if he thinks it's going to turn around and help us to get us blessed. That's, that was Rebecca. Rebecca had a big plan, I believe, ain't that my mind. Oh, it's going to be good. Jacob's going to get the blessing. But what? It didn't work out that way, did it? And you'll go into things in your life. You'll go into jobs and different things. And you got big plans and you got big ideas. And it don't always go the way you want it to go, amen. And if we ain't careful to get what we want, we will. Come on. He said it. To make us come out better. Boy, I bet Rebecca right now, if she could take that back, she'd have never went that far, Amen. I believe if Abraham and Sarah, do you know what Ishmael and Isaac is right now in this day? Come on now, that's the battle that we're having right now. It is. It's Islam and the Jews, amen. And it basically started out of these two, uh, these men right here. Might as well go ahead and say what it was. And that battle took place right then. And it's still happening today and hour that we're living in today because of Abraham and Sarah. And can I throw Hagar in there? Because she had to go along with it too. She laid down for Abraham and Ishmael come along. The Bible called him a wild man. And that's what Islam is. You might don't get mad at me. Islam is wrong, amen. 
Come on now, bowing down and all this stuff and all this garbage that they got out there. I'm a born-again Christian, amen. We are born-again Christians today. Believe in the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost today. And that's where this all started, this Islam. and this, and this, It started from these two men right here. And because of these people wasn't willing to wait upon the Lord, amen. They wanted to force God's in and do something bad, thinking something good's going to come out of it. I want to ask them today, if they could see the day and hour that we're living in today and it was back that way we did but was it worth it I would tell you they would say no it was not worth it gotta go deeper most people the day and hour that we're living in today if they thought the grass was greener on the other side don't fall out with me if I ask them today, some of them might have been happy they left. I don't know. But I promise a lot of them when they got leave that they walk off and leave them little babies sitting there in the cradle and thinking everything's gonna be better on the other side. <laughs> Come on now. I promise you can go to a lot of them today and they probably tell you after they've been through it a little bit, amen. It wasn't worth it. Come on now. Them kids will grow up and you won't see them half the time. Come on now. I got it in my family, and you got it in your family, amen. It's in every family. I'm just saying that if we, I've got people right now in my family, they've made a wreck of their life, amen. They thought everything was better. They thought everything was good. They thought they could go out here and do this and do that. They've lost everything that they have the same way Jacob did. He lost, he went right along with his mommy thinking everything was going to be good. I'm going to get the blessing. Esau's going to get, get moved aside. But you know what? He was run off into a far country and a lot of times that's the same way we are everything looks good when we first start but there's an end to everything honey you'll reap what you sow I've come to tell you it'll come around and come back to your house I've got people in my house they thought everything was going to be fine and dandy and now they barely can get from one day to the next day because they thought everything was going to be fine and going to be dandy but it turned around and I'd want to ask them the same thing tonight was it worth it and I I can promise to tell you, they probably tell me, said, no, it ain't worth it. What are you saying, preacher? Some of you may be in a battle right now with family. Come on now. That's what they was doing with a brother, with a sister. An alt, something's come between you and all. And you know when an alt comes between you, it's hard to do anything. This is more teaching than preaching, but that would be all right anyway. When that altar, that division, or that wall comes between you and that brother or that sister or that family member, whether you're the one caused it or they was the one caused it, amen, still that's there, amen. And there ain't but one way to get that took care of. There ain't but one way to take care of that. And that's what we've been doing up here just a few minutes ago. These altars filled up with people and they started praying for one another and praying for each other and praying for their needs and their situations. And that's the only way you can get past it is in the world of prayer, amen. You can't carry that weight around with you day in, day out. It'll wear you out. It'll burden you. It'll burden you down. It'll be it'll get where you can't even pray, where you can't even go to church. That that thing is always going to be before you. Oh, you can you imagine what kind of shape that Esau was in? Whew. He threw a fit. I didn't read all that. He got mad. 
He tricked. He went back in there. Can I gotta say my own words? He went back in there. And, and Isaac got mad. He go, What do you mean? Uh, what do you mean, your Esau? He was just sure me to go. He made me some food. I fell of his hands. He was a high man. But there was a something. His voice wasn't exactly right. He said he was Esau, but he ended up being Jacob. And here come Jacob out of the field who'd went out to kill something for his daddy to bring back to make him something to eat. And oh, was he surprised when he come back to the house, amen? Was he surprised? Was he shocked that his birthright or his blessing had been given to Jacob because he tricked his daddy? And a lot of times we're the same way in this world today. Brother done us wrong, sister done us wrong. Come on now, I'm talking to all of us. You done them wrong, they done you wrong, vice versa, whichever way it is. And you can carry that around. And it's hard. Can I get an amen? I'm not out here preaching against you. We all flesh, we all human here tonight. But if you carry that around, that'll destroy you. I've done it, amen. I've carried it around. I've carried that hurt. I've carried that bitterness, amen. I've carried that. I'll get them back. I'll repay them. He said, Bible says, vengeance is mine. It says, God said, I'll repay, amen. And that's what I'm saying tonight. We've got to learn. I don't know what I was saying, but on the way over here, I was thinking on this story, and I mentioned a bunch of names. I hope I ain't confused you, amen. But I was, we got to learn to release things to God, amen. We, we, we carry them around with us. And I know I talk about carrying it right back out the back door, but that weight, even that person has done you wrong it's hurt you it didn't go the way you wanted it to go you, you may have manipulated somebody you may have hurt somebody you may have done somebody wrong but you're carrying that around but you've got to learn to release it to God what are you saying I'm going to read what it says in the New Testament I know I'm talking about how the Old Testament a whole lot but the New Testament tells it this way it says you have heard that it said in the old time that thou shalt not kill. Or whosoever shall kill shall be in danger of the judgment. But I say unto you that whosoever is angry with his brother, and it says without a cause. Come on now. So some of it, we got causes and reasons to be hurt at people right now. Amen. But all we're doing is hurting ourselves by carrying that around. Amen. What do you? I don't understand that. It is, it is chiseling away at your life. It's chiseling away. I know it's hard. I'm not, I'm not telling you it's going to be easy. Amen. I'm not telling you you're going to get by it overnight. But day in, day out, I've got to give a little bit more to God and let God work it out and let God fix it. Can I read a little bit more? It says, you'll be in danger of the judgment. I say to you that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment but whosoever whosoever shall say to his brother Raka that shall be in danger the cancel but whosoever shall say thou fool shall be in danger of hell far it says therefore if any man bring his gift to the altar and remembers thy brother hath an all against thee leave your gift at the altar and go thy way and reconcile thy brother Drown your pain in every stain in the mercy's blood. Nail it to the cross. Find hope and forgiveness. Kneel at the tree. Walk away free. Nail it to the cross. 
Take the hammer. 